Hello, everybody out there in the world. How's everybody going? Hope everybody had a good day today. Coming down from our hyped season episode number 15 last night. And from Canada, we'll put her on real quick tonight. Hello, Judy. Hello, John. Hi, everybody. Good to be here as always, and I think it's going to be a fun night. Got to give the recognition FaceTime. There's a sand dollar. And Gloria, now the Discord professional. <laughs> Jeff. Uh, Ashley. Uh, Kurt, Facebook user. Who the heck is that? Uh, Scott. And Judy Neal is in the house. Gloria, FaceTime, there you go. The professor, he's ready to go. David, your wife's going to shoot you. As long as you gave her a good happy birthday gift, I guess you can watch the show. <laughs> Hello, Caroline. Thanks for coming on. You're a great supporter. Very, very good. BC in the house. We got to give them FaceTime too, Judy. You know what I mean? We got to make them famous, you know? Yeah, we do need to do that, don't we? <laughs> All these moderators of ours are good stuff. Yep. And Carol. Unbelievable. All righty, let me get my thank yous out so we can get right into it. Got to thank my YouTube supporters and my Patreon supporters. As you know, as we do our podcast, I always name them out to give them recognition. Not when I'm doing interviews and stuff like that. I'll just give a broad thank you for the support. But we're on like this here. It's me and you. Me and you guys. You know what I mean, guys? You know what I mean, Judy? Yep. Keep her simple, eh, John? Yep. I want to thank uh, uh, Rebecca and that person and Pirate and Noah and Dina and Caroline and Virginia and Barbara and the other Barbara S. Starlene. Hope she's doing well. Jeff, Curtis, Jana, Kelly, Becky, Josh, Mark, Sandollar, Roxy, Jazdy and Wayne. I hope they got their baseball caps for being marshals for 24 months straight, Judy. Wow. Good for them. Thanks, guys. I also want to thank Thomas, Gary, Harnaby, and Joanne for their support. And also, I got Judy on the line live. Thank you, Judy, for all you do. You stick with me all week long. Uh, we're always connected, and you're always the best with the support for the channels. I thank you so much, Judy. Oh, you're so welcome, John. I enjoy your company along with all my Quester friends. Hello, Renee. Rachel, great to make it live. I guess maybe she's across the pond. I'm not sure, Judy. I'm not sure either. Yep. Also, the professor, Daniel the historian Spino. Without him and his factual knowledge, and setting us straight, I say it over and over again, 
I don't know where we'd be at, Judy. So, Daniel, I thank you so much for your input. I'm glad you're part of the team for a lot of years now. I mean, this is my seventh year. So there's a lot of people with me for years now, Judy. Can you imagine that? Yeah, John. You know, I think this is my third year right now uh, to do the synopsis. So, yep, time goes by fast. Yep, time waits for no man. You're right. You're right. I see my sister Brenda just come in. I just want to say hi, sister Brenda. Okay, hello, Henry. Also, we also got to thank the bird in the sky. He does these videos, Osprey Muyan, that I swear to God, I can't tell his Muyans to a professional movie contractor. Hello, D.D. Williamham. Thank you so much. Go to her website. Go to her YouTube channel. Fantastic artist. Fantastic with crafts. I thank you so much, D.D. Your support's always welcome. I thank you. Thank you, D.D. Holy Muyan. But you know what I mean, Judy? The quality of these videos, which I have the latest one in the background. I've always put the latest one in the background here. It's just unbelievable. Uh, you know, it's only me with the glitches and stuff because I got to go through the downloading process. But his stuff is so crystal clear. My God. Just fantastic, uh, uh, Osprey. I thank you so much. It's absolutely gorgeous, John. And the water is so blue. Makes me want to just go for a swim. Vicky, I've watched you from the very beginning. You have drawn me in, and I love it. So exciting. I can't wait to Tuesday nights. Thank you, Rick. Keep it up. Let's find the treasure. Yep. Thank you, Vicky. Yep. Also, uh, post-show, we're on Discord. I'd like to see more people join us on Discord, if you can. On the post-show, we have a lot of fun. We talk about everything, right, Judy? Yes, we do, John. Get a little silly, too. Yep, and then, I mean, you guys can talk privately to yourselves on Discord. You don't have to hear it to the group. And it's only for private members. You get a, a link that's in my Facebook quest group, and that's it. It's not the world to see. Also, I got to thank my moderators. Tammy, Judy, Daniel, Starlene, Michelle, Kathy, BC, and Tanya in Portugal. And our lifetime contributor, Chris Dona. Again, I always thank my members from the main channel, over 70,000 people on the Quest of Oak Island Facebook group. If you haven't joined, please join if you can. Also here, we're live on YouTube and also live at Twitter at the same time. So we do Facebook Live, YouTube Live, and Twitter Live. It also goes to Rumble. And also I have to download it after when it's completed to our Anchor Audio Podcast, which Spotify does the video. And so they hear us when they're working out, biking, and whatever, Judy. Oh, that must be so fun, John. We keep them running. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Tonight we got episode, last night we had episode 10, um, episode 10, season 10, episode 15. Would you believe it? Which we'll go through in a little while. Next week we got. Episode 16, Striking Gold. And I'm going to have a little criticism on a little bit, a couple of things tonight, especially this Striking Gold 
Also for a surprise yesterday. Oh, also, please subscribe to the YouTube channel if you can. Please hit that like button. We're only getting like three likes or six likes out of 100 people. It's free, guys. It's free if you're on the YouTube side. I thank you so much. Or support. That's also fantastic. I've been talking to a, a friend of ours who's just sitting back drinking Crown, enjoying his grandkids, and... uh a great guy, great guy, down-to-earth guy, tells it how it is. You've seen him on the show many, many season, seasons. Him and his father and the rest of the crew. And there he is. David Blankenship. I thank him so, so much. We tried to get together with this photograph that took a couple of months. And uh, he finally did it. Can you imagine that, Judy? I'm glad he did. It's so good to see him, isn't it? I really do miss him, but I'm so glad he's enjoying life. Yeah, doesn't he look fantastic? Look at his face and everything. He looks great. He does. I was thinking that earlier, actually. He does. He looks really good. Yeah, he looks very healthy. And that's because he's got the Quest hat on. It gives you magic powers. There you go. <laughs> he's good to go now. Or, or after he put it on, he threw it in the fireplace. I don't know what he did. <laughs> <laughs> we love you dave <laughs> so i'm glad everything happens on tuesday you know what i mean i get hit with so many things on tuesday i mean people could send me things before that so i can prepare you know but not me with johnny okay here we go crazy tuesday <laughs> gotta get it all at once john Yep, all at once. Tuesdays are wild, guys. Tuesdays are just wild. All right, and before we talk about the jewel, I'm going to put this one up that we got in the promo. So keep your eyes out on this because I'm still looking for this blue jewel, not unless they filled in the color in this dent or whatever they did with CGI, or is it actually a blue jewel? And again, Gary says, hey, we found the jewel on Oak Island. You know what I mean? Right, exactly. Yes, I keep wondering what that is, too. You know, I haven't seen anything comparable yet. And I'm still trying to think of what was in that white box that he showed Maddie on that drilling down, which one of these artifacts that was. You know, Judy? Right, exactly, John. I forgot about that, but I've not seen anything that looks like that on the show yet. No. Hello, Gary. How are you? And Carol, watched Oak Island from day one here in England. Still watching on Monday nights on Blaze. Okay, Carol. I know uh, you're behind us, so I hope it's not too many spoilers for you guys that we watch on Tuesdays, you know. Right. Some of them I don't think care, John. Some people it does bother, but uh, I think mostly everyone just goes with the flow. Goes with the flow. All righty. All righty. Now, guys, I'm going to do a little criticism a little bit. 
I mean, sometimes I believe everything I see, but not mostly as I go through facts, as you guys do. Carolyn says it looks like blue topaz. Could be, but just keep our eyes out for it. Hi, Neil. How are you? Thanks for coming in. So we're close to 7 o'clock. I'm asking your guys' opinion on this latest brooch that we found. They're dating it a lot earlier. They're tying it into the Templars. And you know not everything is tied to the Templars. But it's good for production. But when I saw the things about the brooch last night, I believe Barbara, on her interpretation of the brooch, more than the production company with dates and tied it into the Templars. Hello, Dina. This is my own personal opinion. Because what she showed, hello, Dan. Hi, how are you? What she showed looks exactly, and I mean exactly, what the 3D scan was showing us. You guys agree out there? I agree, John, for sure. I mean, as we go through our screenshots, we'll go through that session that they say this and that and that and this, and they tie it to the Templars, I think. Right, Judy? Right. Yes, they do. You know, the symbol was used by the Templars, the flowers. No. I think it's just a hat brooch pin, period. I tend to agree with you on that. I can't see a Templar using that. Maybe we'll be surprised. But they gave us their proof and the great resources that Barbara had to show us this thing. I think, in my own personal opinion, overtakes what the show showed or the production part of it, you know, pushing that Templar angle. That's my own opinion. So I'm going with Barbara all the way, 100%. I'm sticking my neck out there. Even though my neck is sore, I'm sticking it out there. There you go, John. We will find out, I hope, but uh, I I tend to agree with you and Barbara. Caroline and my members who we watch this show, Dylan G, I say Victoria era brooch costume jewelry. Yes, actually just said they linked the pattern to the Templars, but it was a very common pattern. <laughs> Kathy says, in my opinion, it's not beautiful. I think it's hideous. <laughs> <laughs> the hook. Leave it to Kathy. Renee, not exactly, though. Different materials mean a lot, and copies are very common among the generations, as we know. Yeah, the copycats. I got one myself. <laughs> Not mentioning no names. <laughs> and also, as the drone video is out to the world, the fellowship know exactly what I'm doing. They know about Osprey. So it's nothing I'm pulling behind their back or showing things I don't supposed to show. 
So whoever has a problem with that and other groups, PM me. I'm all out in front, not like other people that hide behind situations. You know what I mean, Judy? Right on, John. Yep, everything's cool here. I hope everybody knows that. Yep, everything's out front here. Everything. No matter who I have on, guess, it's right out there. Here's the professor. Go ahead, Judy. Um, Daniel says, um, talking about the brooch, mm. it's been identified as an 1800s piece. The orange piece is generally coral, but if it is indeed leaded glass, oops, then it's basically costume jewelry. Yes, that's what I was thinking. Good one, Daniel. Beautiful, Daniel. Here's the robot. My opinion is still a Scottish Twistle Merkle Celtic rope pin. The Scots use these pins to hold up their kilts. Oh, okay. Hmm. A Scottish Twistle Miracle Celtic rope pin. Everybody's got their opinion. I just say it, put it out there, believe it or not. You know what I mean, Judy? Right on, John. And there'll be lots of people come with different uh, opinions, and uh, I'd like to see them all. And David, you look, well, look, you got permission for the puzzles. Yep. Yep. And they also, they got all my hats, puzzles. I do everything right. I don't hide anything from nobody. Thanks, David. So, in my opinion, as we start the synopsis uh, very shortly, that uh, I just believe Barbara. That's all I can tell you. That's my thing. The Knights of Templar will not wear kilts. or They wear the big white sort of a robe, right, over their combat gear. It looks like a, a robe type of deal, right, Judy? Right, it was, John. Definitely not a kilt. Right. Definitely and nothing, nothing with shorts on it. They were just loaded with protection, armor, and a robe type of uh, uniform. That's all I remember. Right. I I can't see them wearing one of these. Thank you, Dan, for that. And like Barbara said, in the group of Dale and Lori... So it's mostly a Victorian brooch wire wrapped with red branch coral. From what they were saying, this matches almost perfectly that you're seeing up there right now. These date to about 1850 to 1860. And the red coral jewelry was incredibly popular during that time. So there, there's the statement from them. They say 1850 to 1860, but we'll see what they said in Judy's synopsis if they put a date on it. I'm not sure. I can't even remember, John, and I just wrote it. Don't worry about it. When we read the synopsis, we'll think about it. I can't remember what I did 10 minutes ago. <laughs> That's where her Valentine's brooch got to, said Samuel Ball to him. Yeah, Renee. <laughs> and then also as we get into the synopsis, and um, I got another spiel. Are you ready for this one? 
we're getting told about all this percentages of gold and silver in the baby blob in the big blob, right? Yes. All ready? Now we go to this 900-year-old well, correct? Yes. Which is about only four feet deep and probably just filled of muck. Which Dr. Spooner put her put his tester in saying there was a civil civil silver component in that 900 year well. Well, we were in the well, we found zero silver. See where I'm going with this? If we can't find the silver in a four-foot deep well, even though we said there's silver in this well, they found nothing. I mean, if it's in the spring system, like he said, you know, 100 feet down of springs, and I showed you what Muyan, we directed him to go over Gold River, now, if you look back on his video, Gold River, a long time ago, the gold was just laying on the beach, right in the sand. That's The gold was all there. And that directly goes right towards, guess what island? I believe you said Frog Island, right? Oak Island. Oh, right to Oak Island. Okay. It goes on the side or whatever, but it's coming out of Gold River. So all that sediment for all these years, possibly... The minute traces are coming from the Gold River. As far as finding gold, I wish they do. And that's all we're hearing now, like from Emma, gold in the wood, gold in the water, so on and so forth. I'm getting very leery when they repeat that word gold so many times. Uh, Daniel says silver and gold traces in water are normal for the area. So what do you guys think of that? If we can't find silver, actual silver, or like Marty says, I'm Marty, maybe 10 times worse, in my hand, can we measure, pretty soon they'll be measuring gold and silver by the atom. Well, we got gold and silver, but it's an atom. You know how small an atom is? Very small. <laughs> and also when I'm looking on the videos, if the Muyan technology was precise and they found something, there would definitely be right now more Muyan sensors now because you don't get any information till seven months down the road. I see none. Right. John BC says, I don't think it's a well. I think it's an outhouse hole downhill from Ball's house. Yeah, I like to sit there. I got IBS, uh, digestive issues. I like to sit there and look at the ocean. What a great view. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't it be, though? <laughs> you know, imagine being on your phone. Oh, they didn't have cell phones. Looking out the half moon cutout on the outhouse and seeing a ship go by. I like that, BC. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> oh. Well, try not to imagine that, John. Oh, I'm cracking up. See you guys. The show is cracking me up. 
So those are my spiels. No gold in the small well, 900-year-old well. Clean on the bottom. No uh, artifacts in the well at all. Nothing. Clean. They're giving us a Bobby Dazzler bazooza with the brooch. And that's what sort of got to me yesterday for some reason, guys. And I don't know why. Um, Daniel says, I tiptoe through the cocktails. Yep. And from that well, the water tested showed silver in the water. The freshwater spring runs steady into the bottom of the well from a general direction of the ball foundation. Presumably, there is silver somewhere along the root of the freshwater spring. Now, why can't they test, like I said, a control hole and see if there's the same amount? And go to Dave Blankenship's house, pour a gallon of water out of his well. Pour a gallon of water out of Tom Nolan's house. There's got to be uh, other wells around, but probably they didn't test uh, for for gold or silver because these are supposed to be the highest concentrations, right, Judy? Right, exactly. Yeah, it would be interesting to know what, uh, say, Dave's uh, and Dan's well show. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. I hope they find everything they want to find. But I still say, get out of the money pit, please. You know, the shaft, nobody, no tourist is going to go down there because they got to go through uh, mining training, safety training. Um, you're going to train every tourist to go down that shaft at 100 feet. So there's something wrong there as far as people going down there. You know what I mean, Judy? Right, exactly, John. I think their idea, I think, is to put cameras down there for people to see down there when they do visit eventually. And it's like a football game. You be, you get your best view from the TV, you know what I mean? Right on. You got it. Not unless you are uh, got box seats, you know? Right. Yup, Dan. There's gold traces in beach sand. I would have to sit on the beach for a while. Yep, and I was told there was just gold laying on the beach up near Gold River, just laying in the sand. They're just picking the pickers. So I can't imagine. All right, uh, that's my spiel, and we'll go through it more as we go through the screenshots. If you guys want to talk about it, I'm going to bring Judy up now. Hold on, Judy. Okay, I'm going to take a drink here, John. All right. Have your quarter beer, have your quarter wine, have a couple of shots. And Judy will be doing her synopsis very shortly. <laughs> you want me to stay sober or not? It's up to you. We have no shame on people who are a little bit tipsy on my show. Uh, no problem. <laughs> okay. I'm always tipsy. <laughs> All right, Judy, you've got the world at your feet. When you're ready, thank you very much. Okay, everybody. We got season 10, episode 15. Would you believe it? And it's W-O-O-D. It's the beginning of a new week on Oak Island, and the team is in the Money Pit area to begin the drilling, drilling of new borehole 
DN11.5 in the area known as the baby blob. The last two holes drilled showed metal and gold in the water samples, and Ian says this is not natural. Also, by drilling DN11.5 in line with the last two holes, they hope to hit the tunnel found earlier. Over in the garden shaft, the Dumas team have now completed the shaft down to 60 feet. To date, they have removed tons of muck, and they have found an old handmade ladder, probably whittled, attached to the original wall of the shaft. Roger from Dumas leads Rick and Scott down into the shaft so they can inspect the progress and to see the old ladder. While examining the ladder, Roger points out there are no splits in the timbers of the ladder, and they wonder just how old it is and who made it. Scott then notices a slump in the shaft and suggests it could be related to the tunnel heading this way that was found 12 weeks ago. So Dumas can get back to work, they remove the old ladder and take it with them for testing. Meanwhile, Marty is meeting via video with the research team to be updated on the piece of jewelry found last week on Lot 26. Because the CT scanner cannot harm the artifact, Emma left it in the machine for about 24 hours to get as clear a picture as possible of the piece. They very clearly see what looks to be a French fleur-de-lis, which means flower lily and stands for purity. This symbol was used by the Templars in their buildings and also on their clothing. Emma also put the piece in the XRF machine, which showed it to be made of a brass iron alloy with a piece of leaded glass as a decoration, the color of coral. More testing and research will be done. The following day, near the 900-year-old well on Lot 26, Rick and the team are looking at a stone wall near where the piece of jewelry was found. Rick points out that this wall is different from any other walls found on the island, so thinks they need to examine it to see if they can date it. Since the lot once belonged to Samuel Ball, they want to know if he built it as a dividing wall or was it constructed before Samuel arrived. The island was surveyed in 1762 by the government and divided into lots at that time. Oak Island was the only island in Mahone Bay to be divided. Why? And what did the government use it for? Laird decides they will clear the vegetation and do an archaeological dig of the wall. What will they find? Back in the Money Pit area, the team has reached the 78 to 88 foot level in Borehole DN 11.5. 
when the drill machine starts to make a lot of noise. The Irving team announced they have drilled through something and have hit a void. Marty and Wick arrive, and after telling them about the void, they point out that borehole DN 11.5 lines right up with holes DN 12.5 and DN 13.5, and they go east to west toward the garden shaft in the area of the baby blob where metal and gold have been found. They bring up one more coal core, only to find it jammed with wood. Ian takes a sample to take right back to the lab for testing. They then put the high-definition camera down the hole, but unfortunately can see nothing but darkness. They leave the hole open so they can decide where to go next. A new day dawns, and in the research center, the team meets with Roger from Dumas to make the decision as to where the drill will go down next. Roger says they will drill 12 holes into the walls of the garden shaft to determine if there are any tunnels there. Steve and Scott will then go down to survey the holes in the hope this will help them to find a new drill site. Later that afternoon, at the edge of Lot 26, Laird and his team are digging along the stone, boy, along the stone wall to determine how far down it goes. Alex finds a piece of charcoal, making them believe there could have been human activity here, and also the charcoal can be dated. Jack is clearing foliage and finds a spot in the wall where there is a large tree growing out of it. He calls the others over, and as they examine the site, they wonder if the tree grew up through the wall or was the wall built around it. Marty arrives, and they discuss the fact that Samuel Ball bought Lot 26 in 1788, so they decide to put an auger drill into the tree to get a sample to be tested for dating. This may help them to put a date on the stone wall. Later that day in the interpretive center, the team gathers to get the XRF results of the wood from borehole DN 11.5. Emma tells them there is many types of metal in the wood, which is natural. However, there is also 0.04% gold, and that is not natural. That there is gold, not only in the water, but also in the wood, gives the team hope that the treasure is nearby. Stay tuned next week, fellow questers, so we can find out together what lies below. And in the meantime, stay safe, please. Thank you so much, uh, Judy. Very professionally done, like usual. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, John. Hello, Jan, that came in. 
Gary says Judy should read bedtime stories on YouTube. <laughs> Hello, Virginia. She says the dividing wall is a filler for the show. Okay. <clears throat> Yep, Terry, last show, last night's show was a good show. Hopefully they find the void. They found something in the promo that I posted on my YouTube channel for next week. Something's 11 feet out from the uh, garden shaft. That's all I can tell you. There we be. Of course, this will all be for you guys to see in print on Patreon and YouTube community tab and Facebook Quest of Oak Island for you guys to read in detail if you missed anything last night. Alrighty, Judy, get you off here. Thank you. Yep. I got some uh, screenshots also showing the, the big red drill. I, I was figuring, Judy, how the heck they're going to fit a side drill into the garden shaft, you know, with guys working on it and on top of it, you know what I mean? Yes, I was wondering that too, John, and really... That area is not all that big inside. No, so I wanted to get some screenshots of that drill, which I have to show you guys as we go through and discuss in the show. BC. To say it's a wall is a stretch. Looks like me like a pile of stones cleared from a college. Now this one uh, area, they look like they're stacked pretty good. So if they were throwing stones, this one area that I saw that I have a screenshot of, BC, looked pretty uniformed. So I'll show you during the screenshots. Yeah, there is a difference when you see the two together. Yeah. Marty has not been around now, Luann. I don't know where he is during that part of the season. Don't forget, I mean, this was last season, so we're seeing it now, but they already know what's going on. They probably already had their you know how they go to Michigan at the end of the year and do their final grabs with Maddie to see what's going on, if they're continuing or not. That's probably done already because it's March 1st. You know, Judy? Right. I'm sure it is, John. I'm sure everything's already been taped for uh, season yep. 10. Yep. And I was figuring, I tried to remember if that was a drilling down when Maddie goes to the offices in Michigan, drilling down or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm wondering if it is, too. All right, guys. Virginia, thank you so, so much, Virginia. Your support is well appreciated. I thank you so much. Daniel. Marty's going to make Dr. Spooner drop down and give him 20 fast push-ups. But now you notice we're getting a lot more verbiage from Peter and 
A lot more gold talk from Emma. So Dr. Spooner is not saying much now. No, he's being fairly quiet. There's Caroline. What'd she say here? Why bother having a well-arranged squared stone rock wall? Why is it worth all that extra labor? Maybe for some kind of foundation? Who knows over the centuries, you know, Caroline? The garden shaft is about, I'd say, 65 feet. Something like that. Alrighty. Well, before we get to the screenshots, we're going to look at some screenshots of uh, Muyan's uh, uh, video uh, yesterday, Judy. Okay. You guys ready? Ready. Who knows, David? Why didn't they see the tackle box uh, dangling from the oak limb, if you believe that story? All right, here from Muyan, if you look on the bottom, Judy, they recreated... Yeah. They recreated the stone triangle. Yes, okay, I see it. So I just wanted to point that out. That's still there as of February 22nd. So that stone triangle re remake is still there for people that want to do their true north and angle off the, the triangle. It's still there. Yes, Terry, they're using the Muyan. That's what we're looking for. The penetration sonar plus all the rest of the 3D scanners and 3D metal detectors and a bunch of other things that we haven't heard about. You know, Judy? Right, exactly. Somebody asked a while ago if they've done any metal detecting in the well. To my knowledge, they have not yet. Am I right? What well? Um... The well on twenty on lot twenty six. Well, I know they took out piles of junk out of there and put it on a tarp. I think they probably did a, a quick scan over okay. there. They okay. they found that nail, remember? But they didn't scan it. But they found that sort of looking metal nail. Right. Yes, that I remember. Yeah. Somebody was just wondering if they put the the metal detector down in there. Yeah. Very shallow. And there's the Muyan detectors still in place they haven't flown in yet they don't want to be too chilly i guess when they dismantle all those and you'll see that one canister caisson which is c1 so obviously like me i'm looking all around and if you look up from the garden shaft where the yellow thing is You'll see 10X is just uh, northeast of it. You see it right on top. 
Yes, I see it. And this was a great picture we got. We have no idea, because they jump around so much and they're driving me crazy with the editing. Is there a block wall there? Is there a stone wall there? Is there a wood? Anything there? Man-made and dated to see if the swamp is closed off by man. You know the other end, of Judy, uh, when there was no road there, we know that, so that had to be blocked off there, obviously. But on this end, on Nolan's side, was this end blocked off? We still don't know. No, we don't. They've not mentioned it again. Why? Don't know why. Don't know why. Our Daniel's really on tonight. He says a Viking, a Templar, and a red-eyed dog go into a bar. <laughs> you got that right. <laughs> and here's a good picture looking out towards Nolan's uh, property. Yeah. Beautiful picture. Isn't it? Oh, it is. That water is so blue. Yep, getting permits, always getting permits. I hear you. But this was done last year, so the editor's got all this information for the whole year, so that's how he pieces it together, you know what I mean? Right. They might leave that till the end. Who knows? Yeah. And this picture I showed yesterday. This is where the ship is in the swamp. Don't forget about the big ship in the swamp, 50 feet deep. Jan Boy, even the water in the swamp looks beautiful in that picture. Nope, Jan says, seems like they lost interest in Nolan's swamp wall after they got the go-ahead for the garden shaft. Yeah, but the garden shaft has nothing to do with them. That's all Duma's mining doing that. That's all you're looking for is results. Call me when you find something. You know what I'm saying? The garden shaft is like, well, when they build it down to 80 feet, let me know. There's nothing they can do. Yeah. They, they can do other projects, you know. Right. They're doing the money pit. Well, let me know when you find something on the sausage table, you know. Call me. <laughs> <laughs> yep, the swamp has thought out. You got that right. Not too bad of a winter so far. Yup, Jan, he pushed that for the peninsula. And I'm pretty sure there's a shaft at the end of the peninsula. Nolan shaft. He pushed all that land for his land. All that on the right side of the swamp is all pushed in or covered over. Because there was a big road going there with telephone poles on it with wires in the old pictures. I'm going way back in older photographs. I don't have them on me now, but that whole side had telephone poles on it and everything else. Here's a better look at the 10X. Who was asking me? Dave? Yeah, somebody was there. 
there you see the garden shaft and if you look up to the right they got like a big concrete slab over 10x that round caisson is cut around 10x so nobody falls in there you see it yeah i see it john and i'd say it's about what 60 feet away something like that right maybe. not sure it's on that. fairly big around guys so you can't miss it no but i don't remember them trailers them storage trailers up there on the left top that's made out of a u but they probably need a lot of storage for other probably yeah that's that's new to me too So that's the only thing new I've seen. And of course, the cones. They're asking me about the cones. Could be the boreholes they're looking for gold on the baby and on the large. Don't forget, this is taken February 22nd now, guys. This is not taken last year when they were filming. This is last week. So I think them cones are where the uh, gold signature and the baby um, eye blob and the other great blob. You know what I mean? Yes, John, that looks about right. You see that cone almost on the corner where Brian yes. said that's where we mark the X? Yes, right see, on. You see that cone right there? It looks like right there. That's the spot, you know? It does look like it. But uh, that's all I can think of those red cones would be for. I can't think of whatever they else would they be, you know what I mean? Right. Very strange. We don't see any Muyan sensors on any part of the island. If they were so great last year showing indications of something, I would definitely have more on in a different spot, like the swamp or any other part of the uh, island. But Jan, February 22nd of last week. Full knowledge of the fellowship. They know what I'm doing. You're welcome, Jan. And Muyan, as he flies over, he says in bird talk, no action at the money pit. Hmm. Well, we're waiting. Like he says, he's always watching. So we'll know. They started up last March. So we'll see what happens, guys. You'll be the first to know here on the quest of Oak Island. When I get it, you get it. And we'll go from there. And there's the arrow that I put on the bottom. Some people like to screenshot this, uh, Judy, and they try to figure out due north or direct north and do their angles and computations. You know what I mean? Right. Good, John. The more that uh, do that, the more da uh, data we have. <laughs> Hello, pies. Technology developments mean we are within years of the fairly known if there's anything under the soil of Oak Island. I think I prefer the mystery anyhow. I hear you. Once, yeah. we, once we know, then it's all over. Yeah. 
Yep, I agree. It's the mystery that keeps me going. And here we are going back down, looking around, nothing new. I mean, if they ever did a side tunnel, we would never know, you know, Judy? Right, for sure. Dan says, uh, well, it looks thought out enough that they could start next week. Right. It does, Dan, doesn't it? Uh, Jan, I was told by Doug, who's a member in our group, that the only reason why these Muyan sensors are in, the people that run it have to fly in and dismantle it. They didn't want to do it in the cold weather in February. So there's no information coming out of these sensors that you see, and they just have to disassemble them. Of course, they got electric uh, power to them and everything else. That's the only reason why they're there. Yup, Roberta, we're getting a storm Friday. Crazy March, so hang on for March. There's a pull-away shot. And the best time we're going to see something is now when there's no foliage. You know what I mean, Judy? Right, for sure. You can see a lot more. Yeah. I know it's not quite as pretty, but you sure can see a lot more. Yeah, see if we can see maybe a little bit of sand balls on the next trip, a little bit of lot five on the next trip. And uh, all dependent on the weather, you know what I mean? Right, I'd like that for sure. You can't fly it in the winter, you can't, you know I mean? The batteries uh, lose a lot of power in the winter. Um, so you gotta have a lot of factors when Osprey takes off the fly, you know what I mean? Okay. Here we are coming in from Frog Island. It just looks great up there, you know what I mean? It does. It really does. Now, here's Frog Island looking at Oak Island. Do you see this, guys? Yes. Now, if you see Oak Island up on top, you see it? Yes. And you go all the way to the right, that's where the Gold River comes in. Gotcha. It seems like Frog Island is up closer, even though it will get some of that. If you watch uh, Osprey's uh, Gold River video, that's why we wanted to fly that way to show you guys. Is, I mean, it's just like a sponge underneath with these islands, you know what I mean? Right. Okay. And here is. Frog Island Swamp. There you be. Isn't that something that it has one too? Yep, and I guess they went there to get wood to build wharfs on Oak Island. Maybe somebody stayed at Frog Island. We have to dig a little bit more into that, but they're not that interested in it because they don't have no treasure trove license for Frog Island or anything, but the history has got to be connected to Oak Island somehow, you know? Well, you certainly think so when they're that close. Whoever lives there, I forgot who owned it. You got his uh, had the name yesterday. It looks like there's a new dock on there. Yes, it does. And the Osprey is always watching. Yes, indeed. And this was February 22nd, 2023. 
to know if that swamp is natural or man-made. I'm sure we don't know, do we, on Frog Island? No idea. I got enough to do just trying to figure out what Oak Island's doing my, to my brain. <laughs> you know what I mean, guys, out there? The pies. Frog Island must be worth the search. Yeah, but if you got no skin in the game there, I mean, why even bother with it? Just get the history and then go from there. Or maybe Marty will buy Frog Island. I don't know what he's doing. So that was it for Frog Island. I thank Muyan. He's fantastic. Those videos available to the whole world. But when I get the video, the people that pay upfront membership on YouTube and Patreon, $9.99 a month, which is uh, $2.50 a week. I don't think that's too bad, Judy. No, not at all. They get it at least six or seven days before I present it publicly, if you can't wait. Something for the paid members. And also, if you're on there on the Marshall and above for 24 months, you get free merch. So I try to do the best I can with the low budget that I have. I thank you all for being members here. I thank you guys so much. All right, if we don't get to the show, we might be on here for three hours tonight. Yes, Mike, John, I think you better get started. Oh, my lordy 40. Holy mooyan! We don't mind. All righty. Well, this is how they started the uh, program last night. And you already heard my spiels in the beginning of the podcast, which got me a little crazy. I don't get upset. I, I, uh, I, um, Love the show. They got my support a million percent. But when I believe something in my mind that that's the way it is, you guys here, believe me or not, take it how it is. That's up to you guys. Right, exactly. Now they're marking the spot for that uh, that hole. The DN 11.5, Judy, they're marking the spot. I used to use a lot of that stuff. And a lot of that orange stuff got on my boots. Never can get it out. It wouldn't come off, eh? Oh, Mm. man, I tried gasoline and everything else. It's made the stick, that spray paint. The target paint. I forgot what they called it when I was in surveying. Well, this is the location. That we think it's a prime target. I wish I could imitate these guys' voices. That would be great, wouldn't it, Drew? Oh, that would make life really interesting, John. (laughs) (laughs) Unbelievable. Thank you, Terry. John and Judy, I appreciate all your efforts in bringing this to us. Thank you so much. Well, thank you. Here's a couple of holes. That the fabled treasure, we're hearing a lot about that too, Judy. The treasure location, could be location, yeah. may be treasure. So they're hitting all those key words, guys. A lot. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Luann. 
And here's the baby blood, 20 by 20. And I think more drill holes in there, Judy, and that's what the orange cones that we have seen here uh, last week on the island indicate. Yes, I think so. Obviously, they wanted uh, uh, to know to know exactly where those some of those holes were. Mm -hmm. Who knows if they left a pipe in, or they put a PVC pipe in and a cap? Who knows what they're doing? I have no idea. There's my main man, Steve. Marking the locations. They can do anything. You know, they got the 3D maps now. They do the 3D, even in the garden shaft, Judy. Right, yes. I, I, I'm interested to see what Steve does down there next week. Yep, and they can, uh, you can actually walk down there, and they can turn it around upside down once it's all 3 d I just love that kind of surveying. I don't know if I could do it now because of my brain's fried, but uh, that's very good technology that they can do that and actually show you you know, as you walk down, look at this wall, look at that, turning around and everything else is unbelievable. It is. It's amazing. So interesting. Daniel says, coming soon, microblob. I hear you. Here they are going to uh, the baby blob. No microblob blob yet. And D on 11.5. They got to move some tables. They got to move some tents to get that choice drilling down in there. So, of course, they look all around. They look around. They see the, the crane still taking the muck out. You see the dump truck that is taking the gunk out of there and probably dumping it someplace to be metal detected. Because I don't think they were using the wash plant, Judy. No, it, I don't think they, they wear it, John. We didn't see it working at all. So they must be just putting it in another spot with Dunfield spoils. So if they get really hurting for information, we can go through all that again. Yes, that's true. We got all summer to go. <laughs> Valuables. Well, we hope so. You got my you got my support, guys, but you're wearing on me. You're wearing me down, guys. After 10 years, you're wearing me down. In my seventh year, imagine that 2023 is my seventh year doing this. Oh my lordy never, 40. Never dreamt you'd still be doing it, did you? No way. I thought it would be on to other treasure programs that interest me. You know what I mean? Right. Because if I'm not well, interested in I can't get into it if I'm not interested in it. You know what I mean, Judy? Right, exactly. And hope there will be something available when uh, Oak Island's done. And that's why they did Beyond Oak Island, but that doesn't really do nothing for me. No, doesn't me either, really. And now this DN 11.5 with their wood samples. They're finding the tunnel samples. That's going directly to... The garden shaft. So obviously when they're going down the garden shaft with this big ass red drill to drill 11 holes in the sides to see if they're voids or whatever they're doing, that's sort of what's going on next week, Judy. Yes. Sounds like it, John.
And certainly those DN holes do line up with the shaft. Yep. Then he says the target depth of 80 feet, but I think they're going to go deeper. Uh, but all depends what permit they got, Judy, because they're just rebuilding this. It's like you're rebuilding your home. You tell your you tell the codes inspector, well, I'm replacing my home that was a thousand square feet, a thousand square feet. You can't all of a sudden build twelve hundred square feet without a new permit or codes permit. You know what I mean? Right, exactly. Oh, Gary, they will be fine. There's jail time. There's a lot of uh, non-disclosure agreements that are very tight, so everybody doesn't say anything. That's how they do it. The crew, the cameraman, everybody. So we know they're down about 60 feet, maybe. As they go, they're waterproofing, uh, Cindy. But I'm not sure of the system, once they stick the drill through the sides, what stops the water coming through the drill? Maybe there's some suction right on the drill that they pump it out. Duma Mining's the professionals on that. So if I sort of drilled on the side of a bathtub, you know the water's going to come through the drilled hole. But then you got to be ready for whatever's coming in. You know what I mean, guys? Right. Hopefully they will show us next week how yeah. they do that. Yeah. When they hit the water table. Maybe they'll drill a hole on the side of the garden shaft and just put a pump in there. Say if you drill the six inch, six inch hole on the side of the garden shaft, all the way down to the water table there, insert a hose like they do the pump on the, on the swamp, you know, and just keep sucking the water out until you seal the drill hole, you know, after you see if there's a void on that side. Could be. Right. We'll know more tomorrow, uh, tomorrow, next week. Yes, we will, I hope. Then they're looking for this, we joked. A handmade ladder. You know how long it would take to build a handmade ladder? Handmade I can't runs. even imagine. Mm. It'd be unbelievable. Now we just go to Lowe's and Home Depot, but in the old days, uh, can you make that 50-foot ladder? Well, yeah, I can start now, and I'll be done in about two years for that 50-foot ladder. You know what I mean? Right on, John. Yeah, somebody went to a lot of work on that one. But then older workers, like I worked with a master carpenter for uh, five years, then he made cabinets and everything. They're so precise in what they're making and doing, they took pride in their work. Not, yes, they did. Not like today. Some people still take pride in their work, but in the old days, everything was about pride. It wasn't about money. It was about pride. Yes, I agree. I don't know about the pressure, Terry. A PCV, PCV pipe and the drill holes and cap it. A lot of pressure down there with the water. You know, not sure how they do it. You're going to have to. See if they show us next week or go to Mining's, Duma's Mining, how they do it. I would say there'll be a lot of water pressure down there to just put a PVC pipe in there, you know? Right, yeah. for sure. Yes, Caroline, Craftsman, yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure when they first found this, 
that there was a ladder on top too sticking out, Judy, out of this garden shaft. There was a ladder sticking out of the mud. Yes, I I think there was too. Hmm. Yep, there was a ladder sticking out of the mud on top of this old shaft. I remember seeing it when Maddie and Marty were over there. Yes, I do kind of remember that too, John. Then they're going through a borehole, A5N, 13.5. And that was located 18 feet southwest of the garden shaft. And they're going between 80 and 120 feet. And you know water's been spilling out of the drill, so you know below 80 feet they're into water here, guys. Right. Yep, thank you, Luann. Oh, Daniel says Daniel says that ladder was very visible. It wasn't hidden at all. Then they go back to my stone well spiel. And then there's a better look. They went back to the war room on that brooch. And it does have green leaves on it. That's what I noticed. See it? Yes, it does. And I see nothing blue, John. So it can't be um, that blue stone from there. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. But I'm going with Barbara on this. On my spiel, you heard me in the beginning of the podcast. They can tell me whatever, but that's my own personal opinion. Emma says it was a brass iron alloy. Lead glass? Who was telling me about lead glass? Daniel? Yes, I think he was. And it's definitely a lead potassium glass. So she's saying it's lead glass. And Barbara was saying it was coral, right? Yes. So we'll see what washes out in the washer, Judy. Yeah, but the coral could have been um, uh, the more expensive item, and then the one with the glass would have been uh, costume jewelry. Yep, BC says brass and glass, 19th century for sure. Thank you, BC. So we just go what we see and believe what we want to believe in. I'm not seeing any elements to suggest 1850s post. So there's her sort of date there, you know what I mean? Right, yes. And here's that sideward drill that I got a quick screenshot of it. That's that red thing going down in the shaft, guys. And uh, I, they must not have much room down there. Once that's drilled down in there and you're working it, must be pretty cramped quarters down there. I would think so. 
Then they go and arrive on lot 26. Now, BC was talking about the uh, stone. This definitely looks like a stone wall to me, not a pile of rocks thrown from a farmer's field. What do you guys think? Yeah, I agree, John. It definitely looks to be uh, piled, like not piles, but um, put together. As uh, Rick say, construct. That's a good one. Yes. <clears throat> Yep, they also do. They look stacked to me. Then I was thinking about, well, the water was lower. Then I'm thinking about ramps. Ramps from the well. If you're unloading ships and you had a big 100-foot wharf out there, well, the water would be lower, so the ship would have to be farther and have some kind of ramp to bring stuff in. You know what I mean? So I don't know where my mind was wandering on that job. So this don't look like a ramp. So and this even looks a little bit stacked. You know what I mean, guys? It does, yes. It doesn't look like it's just been thrown together. But this is only one area of the wall. And I hear that there might be some information about how they went about digging around the well or the wall. I'll keep you informed. The more I find, we'll be waiting for that. That's all I can tell you right now. Okay. Some kind of trouble when they were digging around these walls. I don't know if it was a permanent issue or what. So I'll try to find out more on that, guys. Thank you, John. And this is sort of what they're looking for the end of the wall into the swampy swamp. Into the cattails. There we go. And that's where Laird went into the cattails looking for where the wall uh, ended. Remember that? Right, yes. I'll bet they were happy they didn't have to work in there. Hmm. I hear you. And now we go back to DN 11.5 as we had a commercial for the 80th time. The rock is natural as far as you know, Terry. Who knows what was on the boulderless beach brought in? I have no idea.
Yep, Stefan. Yep, I hear you. Took a lot of time. And we'll give a little screen time to Charles Barkhouse and geologist Terry Matheson on the sausage table. There you go. A couple of good guys. Pretty foggy there. It is, isn't it? Of course, you know me. I'm looking all over the place. I just not only look on the sausage table, I'm my eyes are all over. This is when the driller said they had a 90-foot spot below grade. This is when they put the camera down. But I love it, Judy, this year, at least. They got the equipment right there. They don't have to call no sewer camera in. They don't have to call nothing in. They got the camera to go down the pipes. They got the sonar to put down the pipes right as they do it. I just love that. Right. It sure makes it nice, doesn't it? Yeah. Obviously, that's why a lot of people ask me, well, why didn't they put the camera down in there? Well, sometimes it just doesn't make good TV sense. But at least they showed us this one. When they put the camera in, that's all they saw was muck. They couldn't see anything. Completely blurred out of debris in this hole. So the camera, at least they put it down. And sometimes they'll show us, not very many times, because it doesn't show anything, so it wastes, you know, a minute of production time. You know what I mean, guys? Right, for sure. Obviously, if it showed something, then we would be off to the races, you know? Right, right, John, for sure. And, of course... Well, it's too bad they couldn't see anything, but... Yeah, and, of course, we got a new trigger word, Judy. Oh, a new one. Okay. Uh, treasure zone. Oh, <laughs> yes. Okay. We'll have to watch for that one, too. We got to have to figure out treasure area, possible treasure zone. What was the other one? I can't remember off the top of my head. Oh, don't know. There we be. Treasure zone. Could get a clear shot of this, but this is where they're pointing out on their plot plan that it, these drill holes are lining up to find a not a shaft, but a tunnel going towards the garden shaft. Hedgehog, I don't know why I didn't put the sonar down. I have no idea. That would show the tunnels every which way. Yeah, you would think it would. And here's the direction from the baby blob that maybe next week they'll put the sonar down. So who knows, you know, we, we we're always thinking ahead. So maybe they wanted to film it for next week, you know? Right. That could be too. Yep, Scott. They jump around so much. It's hard to keep track. And here's the holes, the 12.5, uh, the 13.5, and the 11.5, and the red dots are all lining up to where? All together now. The garden shaft. The garden shaft. <laughs> oh, my lordy 40. Like I'm saying, they know what to do. 
They know sonar. They know camera. They know everything else. So they will do it. And uh, here they are putting the camera down the hole, which we had no visual at all. There's the Oak Island Research Center. And this is how the drill is going to be going. Looks like a 45 through the shaft to look for voids and to find out what's going on there. I know next week's show they said, well, there's something they found at 11 feet, but I'm not sure. And how they stop the water. If the water comes in, we'll have to find that out also, guys. I don't have an answer for you. Right, for sure. I'm interested to see that. So he said he's going to do 12 holes right now. Okay, get it done. Let's get going. Right. Boy, they're going to put that many holes in, John. They must not be too worried about water. Right. They're not at the water level yet, probably. Okay. Now, between lot 26 and 27, why is there a wall here? That's what they were discussing there. There's a better shot of that wall, BC. And that's where they're digging out that pit there. And I'm going to get more information of what happened when they did that. You never know. As long as you got permits, you got no problem. That's all, right. I, that's all I can say. And don't forget, it looks like a good chance that the museum might be open in 2023. Please check out the uh, Oak Island Tours, which Marty and uh, Rick own, and uh, the Friends of Oak Island for possible official items on that. I've heard they're clearing out the museum of all the laboratory work, so at least the museum can be seen to buy things and go in there. But it doesn't look good for the 2023 tours as of right now. That's all I can tell you. And we always got Tony Sampson, Salty Dogs Tours, Salty Dog Tours. They can give you a ride around the island because people like to start their vacations, uh, start setting them up in March. You know what I mean, Judy? Right. Yes. I'm sure, John, that uh, somebody's there working now. But. Uh, We'll go from there. Luann's asking what was the significance of the large tree. And they're hoping, Luann, that they can date the wall by dating the tree. Yep, I think I got them in slides here. I'm not sure. And uh, they found some charcoal. We can date some charcoal. And talking about the tree, here's Jack. <laughs> so if they date the tree, you know, sort of about how old the wall is, 
if the tree grew up through the wall. So the wall will be even older than the tree. How many years? I have no idea. They test twigs. They test dirt. So who the heck knows? You know, Judy? Right, for sure. Maybe they'll find, uh, uh, you know, some wood underneath those rocks that could be dated. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And this is 100 yards from the uh, stone wall. They say that's an 11th century stone wall. But this looks like just rocks piled up. You know what I mean? This doesn't look like no wall or nothing. This looks like you're clearing lots to plant your uh, cabbage. And um, that's what I see. Yes, that's what I see too as well. Not at all like the other one we looked at. No, and they said it's an oak. I'm pretty sure I heard that last night. They said it was an oak tree. Yes. Yes, he did. Ashley, you wouldn't live in a house with a foundation like that? (laughs) Ashley says it's a crappy looking wall. Scott says it's not a wall in his opinion. No, BC, that's what I thought you were thinking of. Yeah, this rock pile is different than the wall in the front. I got you. We're going to date that piece of wood. From borehole DN 11.5. And see what we come up with a date probably next week, Judy. Right, yes. Hopefully. And this is uh, the hole that we were saying. It's about at the 90-foot deep level going towards the garden shaft. Yep, Gary, if he didn't do the water test, who knows where we'd be. I wish we would get out of the money pit myself, go to the west side of the island, but that's only me. I think we're in the wrong spot, period. Yeah, I think we're all ready for a different spot. This is Emma. saying gold. She's coming up with gold, talking to Marty. Unbelievable. All righty, guys, I'll show you a couple of things I want to show you for the pre-show next week. And I want to show you all because then I'm repeating myself and I like new stuff, you know, Judy? Right. Yes, you do, John. So if I show you it all today, I won't have nothing to show you. I'm pretty sure, even though everything happens on Tuesday, I don't even know what's going on half the time, you know? Right, for sure. I have to read this. Daniel says, Rick, Marty, and Dr. Spooner go into a bar. Spooner ducks out the back and takes the dump truck. Mm -hmm. And BC says she wants what Daniel's drinking. He must be getting into the wine and he's got a lasagna hangover. I think so. (laughs) Or maybe it's not even in liquid form. You know what I mean? Daniel? Right. (laughs) I hope there's not like a smoke cloud coming out of your house for some reason. (laughs) (laughs) But whatever floats your boat, you know what I mean? I don't criticize on nothing. Only on the show. 
says that the dump truck's full of gold. I wanted to show you this, guys. On top, you see the camera. You see the camera dangling on the top on the left. Yes. You see three guys in that hole. And there's the drill with the shaft going in the corner, drilling out. You see it, guys? Yes. Wow. So I don't see any pumps in there. I have no idea how it stops. The only thing I can think of right now, Judy, they're at a depth that there's no water. You know what I mean? Okay. Yes, and that makes sense, John. Yeah, yeah. Templar wine with gold nugget candy. The Templars drank, didn't they? Yeah, they drank a lot of stuff. I'm sure they did. <laughs> I don't know how they made the beer and wine and the whiskey and all that, but must have been some pretty good moonshine. I'm sure they were good farmers as well. So. Yep. Yep. So I wanted to show you the drill. And they said that could be where the treasure's hiding. Something off about 11 feet, they find. I got the promo. Watch it on my YouTube channel. Watch it in the Quest of Oak Island page group. It's all there. But we'll go over all that next Tuesday pre-show. So, guys, that's all I got for tonight. Like I said, later on, Judy's synopsis will be all printed out for you guys to read. And uh, we'll go from there. Uh, Judy, if you want to uh, button it up and say your goodbyes, and then I'll say my goodbyes and get out of here. All righty. So I just want to say thank you, everybody, for your encouragement tonight. I just love you guys. And uh, also, everybody, thanks for the fun tonight. We all needed a, a few laughs. And join John next Tuesday night, and I will be back with you on Wednesday night with my synopsis, if all goes well. And in the meantime, please, everybody, stay safe. Please, you too, John. Okay. I'll talk to you later, Judy. Thank you so much. Uh, all righty. Bye-bye. Yep. Yep, members, we'll be on pre-show. Uh, 6.45 next Tuesday for episode 16, the gold, I guess. We're going to get bond with the gold, and uh, we'll go from there. Anything that comes up, hit that notification bell. Please subscribe. Please support if you can. If anybody wants to come on as a guest, I'll let you guys know um, in a couple of days prior, I hope. If not, don't worry about it. But remember, members. What do I always say? Always go forward. You may get a setback in your life, but just believe in yourself. Believe in your dreams, no matter how old you are. For tomorrow was never given in this crazy world we live in. A lot of prayers are needed if you believe in prayers, or even more than prayers we need. This world is getting crazier than a junk house rat, in my own opinion. So as my friend Jan says, you got to be kind. You got to keep smiling. You never know what that other person's going through. So, But you keep that smile and be kind. You always stay strong. You always stay positive. And as Judy says, you stay safe as much as you can. Thank you for joining me and Judy tonight. Like I said, you'll see uh, me Tuesday pre-show. 
I throw up short videos between now and Tuesday. I thank you for all your support and watching them. I hope you enjoyed the show. Thank you. Take care. And bye-bye. <laughs>